When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ooh, he figured it all out on the run. I like it like that. Hey. Oh, doesn't want to leave. So, let me explain what happened. Uh, we were so late that the system interpreted that as we're skipping the break. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, so um, I'll just insert the ads in post afterwards. Okay. This is hour three, or hour four. Does that work? Oh, you see me up there? Do yeah, you see that yourself? works. I was very confused. Yeah, it, if we're Please. late enough, Please. the system will just skip the break entirely, yeah. and you can't go back and play it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was there's, it's all... there's a special way you can do it, but I'll talk to you about it after the oh, show. Okay. All right, we'll get it done. All right, so you, you got to hit the road now, buddy. Uh-oh. Ethan's going to wreck oh, the show. Oh, God. He's going to be mad. He's going to be mad. I'll be, I'll be right out, honey. I'll be right, I'll be right <laughs> out. So desperate. Yeah, Mom! Not, quite, not close I to know. my grandkids at all. No, you notice? Two dogs. Oh two people. dogs. <laughs> Jeez. We're loaded for bear. That's the plan. So what's yeah we do we cannot run that that late again because it just changed no. everything. We were later yesterday. Who's we? I didn't. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You had nothing to do. What do you mean we were later yesterday? We were later yesterday than we are today. Well, but that's because it cut out the commercials. Yesterday it ran the commercials. Yeah, yeah yesterday it we hit like the out. yeah the last break before yeah it cut out. Whereas yep. today we didn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we went long. Fun times. But uh, we can always put the spots in, so it'll work out just fine. So what's yep. the latest? Oh, there you go. Uh, what is the latest? I have work to do, I suppose. That's my latest. Anybody have any information on those tunnels in Brooklyn? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? The tunnels. We talked about that yesterday. I don't remember. Underneath the synagogue. All of a oh, those. Found t- yeah, those are in the, uh, in the teenager, news again today. Te- yeah, teenagers were digging a tunnel that had mattresses and strollers yep. and high chairs in them. Well, that's creepy. I don't know what the hell Super that was creepy. all about. What? Yeah, there was some really weird deal yesterday. Built, digging tunnels under a synagogue in New York. I don't really. Does anybody understand what they were? Did they ever say uh, what they were doing? I don't know uh, what they were doing, but there was apparently nine people were arrested. Oh, really? There was some sort of altercation, like a fight or something. I, I, and on social media, it's like everybody's like, oh, or not everybody. Some people are saying, well, what's the big deal? You can't just dig tunnels <laughs> under buildings. No, no, you cannot. In cities. It's what's the safe. big deal? 
And the fact that there were all these children's things found in there, super gross. I mean, what is happening? Somebody yeah, that needs is a bit to, much. And that nobody knows. I guess the only reason why anybody said anything is people felt like they were hearing voices in their apartments. Ugh. So the sound was coming from the tunnel up into people's apartments. That's how they found out about it. I have a question for you. Can you imagine, let's say, 100 years ago, 1924, how many tunnels were being dug under cities throughout America and nobody mm -hmm. ever knew about it and they still don't know they're there? Yes. Oh, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I bet you I bet you people dug a lot of tunnels a hundred years ago that we don't even know about. Well, I know during prohibition they were building them left. Right. <clears throat> right. That's and, exactly yeah, right. Drug running and everything else. Yeah. Tunnels are great for that stuff. Okay, I gotta run a list by everybody. Things everyone should keep in their glove compartment according to a mechanic. <laughs> What are you keeping? I don't even know what's in my glove compartment in my car. Do you? Yes. yes. The manual to your vehicle. <laughs> your manual, car, car manual, and a bunch of garbage. And a bunch and of garbage. Stuff you don't use. You should have. We wanted I to know what year your car was, so we looked at the manual. Yeah, you should have your your um, registration and your car manual at okay. least. Mm. Well, it says, let's be honest, glove compartments are often used to store things like sunglasses, paperwork, and pretty much anything that's not gloves. Well, a mechanic has weighed in with suggestions of what useful items you should keep in yours, and here they are. Tire we'll gauge. go from eight to one. Oh, well, maybe, yeah, maybe. Number eight, spare fuses to have a good uh, backup in case one blows while on the road. Uh, you can reference your vehicle's manual if you don't know how to replace it. So what do you think about spare fuses? I didn't fuses? even know cars I would, had I've never yeah. put one in my car. Well, also, they fuses uh the last yeah. time i remember seeing a fuse in my car was uh in older cars in the glove or the uh the middle box thing whatever mm -hmm. the hell that's called the console? the console console there you go in the console there are some fuses in there in cars from really? like 15 ish years ago i remember seeing that i was like oh there's the fuses yeah. but like modern like cars made in the past five years i doubt users can even access the fuses usually if you open your glove box there's the fuses are in there. The, oh, yeah? There's a little spot where you like pull open oh, up really? and yeah, you can, I've had yeah, I've had to change a fuse once or twice. So yeah, they're oh, usually in there. I in a newer car, they still have them? Uh I haven't done it, I guess, within the last five years, but I had like it was like a two thousand ten ish car. Yeah, that had the fuses in there. It was a BMW you had to like pop one out for one of the lights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So spare fuses. Sounds good. <laughs> A multi-tool, it's more than a Swiss Army knife. It includes pliers, a screwdriver, and a small knife. Yeah, I remember those multi-tools. Yeah. I haven't seen mm. one in years. Andy uh, always I've has given, one. I've given Andy one for yeah. Yeah, many times. used to carry them around literally <laughs> yeah, everywhere. used to around. always have one on hand. Well, they're handy. They are. They, I used it a lot. Number six is a pen and pen and paper. I always have a pen in my glove box. I yeah. do, too. Yep. Mm -hmm. Why pa paper? I don't know about paper. Uh, in case you get in an accident, you can write down yeah, somebody's I suppose. Yeah. information. Or if you have to abandon your car for some reason to go walk to a gas station or yeah. something, you can leave a note. Good don't tell my car. Yeah, let's draw true. a skull and crossbones on it. Yeah, there <laughs> so you go. No one Pirate knows. car. Put the radiation symbol on there. No one will touch it. <clears throat> Jolly Roger. Number, we get to the top five. Uh, number five is mini first aid kit. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I always have a first. I started carrying a first aid kit in my car when I had children because they're yeah. always like yep. we're at the park and they're bleeding. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you should definitely have that. I agree. Mm -hmm. Nana brought this up. Number four is tire pressure gauge. Absolutely. 
How what large does this oh. person think that your glove compartment yeah. is? <laughs> There's a lot of glove compartments these days. You can carry maybe two of these things these plus your car yeah, manual. Like, my glove compartment can barely hold the manual. Yeah. Sorry. These are small things, though, really. Oh, first aid like kit is big. First aid kits are going to be huge. There's oh, no way you could put a first aid kit. My in. mini first aid kit is like this big. Yeah. Oh. And it's like this thick. You put it in the trunk, I would say. Mine's in a tupper or rubber made container with like an umbrella and yeah, sanitizing go. wipes and stuff like that. There you go. Number three, proof of insurance and registration. Well, that's always a good idea anyway. Yes. But you have that in your wallet, don't you? Well, you're supposed to have one in your car and one in your wallet. That's why they give you two. Well, I feel oh, like okay. you shouldn't leave one in your car because of all the carjackings. You don't want people having those that information, right? Criminals mm -hmm. having all your information. Number two is weird because as your vehicle's manual, that well, that comes with the car, so it's always been in the glove box anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. It should. A should vehicle manual, yeah, it's got to be in there. And the number one, you all mentioned this one. Number one is a flashlight. You should always have a flashlight. Yes, makes sense. I have one more thing to add. Okay. You should have a seatbelt cutter window breaker thingy. Oh, yeah. We got one of those. I gave you one. Yep. That'll be why. <laughs> You're welcome. You I gave you guys one of those when you got your driver's <laughs> license. Yeah. Yours was like a, it had like a pointy hammer thing. It was like yeah. bigger. Yeah. The thing the... that, yeah, the thing that I have, they've, they're now compact. So the thing that I have, I gave you and dad both one for Christmas in your stocking last year. They're like this big. And it's yep. a seatbelt cutter and then it has this pressure thing, thing that if you was. if you press it against the window, the window breaks. You oh. don't have to like smash it. Oh, you don't have to smash it? That's a good idea. Yeah, it's like just this pressure thing that you push it against the window and then it makes it's the like window. It's a spring-loaded bolt, I think. Yeah. Really? And yeah, it so comes on, it has a keychain, or you can put it on your, there's like a little attachment thing that you can put it on your visor. Yep, really good idea. Okay, so you guys already knew all this stuff, but we didn't even have to do that segment, because you guys knew all about this. Yeah, we could have told you everything. Wait, so you're not oh. supposed to keep your gun in your glove box? Yeah, you're... Where, yeah. That was not the list. What are the That's things... The center console. The center console is where you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, going. What's in my glove box? I always have chapstick, a tweezers... Mm. Hand lotion. Hand lotion. Um, motion sickness glasses. Glasses? Yeah, they're like these super weird motion. They're like, you. I wish I could pull up a picture of them and show all of you. Because, oh wait, maybe if I do it on my phone. They're like these circles that With have blue, on the bottom? blue fluid. Yeah. And then there are circles here too. And they have blue fluid because they keep the horizon level with the blue. Oh. And they look ridiculous but fawn gets car sick like i do and she, they, she says that they work great there you have it this came up earlier um bitcoin came up but this is a different take on it sec hack adds to unease over bitcoin etf approval what are they talking about here the sec hack i can't parse anything you just said i know that's a headline in the wall street journal SEC well, hacks to unease, adds to unease. Securities and Exchange Commission yeah. hack. Adds to unease over Bitcoin ETF. What What is ETF? ETF is like electronic. a stock thing, right? Oh, it is? I thought it was electronic transfer fund or something oh, like that. Oh, because it sounds like the SEC, their X account or Twitter account got hacked. And so people are... Really? People are a little... Okay. So an ETF is basically like... 
from what I understand, like, okay, let's say you want to put your money in gold, but you don't want to buy gold bars and store them. I'll buy these gold bars. You give me the money and they're your gold bars, but I'm holding them for you. So if you want to sell them, you just tell me to sell them and then I'll give you your money. So I have to trust you with my gold bars? Yep, mm. pretty much. Wait a second, Bob Menendez sewed them into his suit uh, line. <laughs> That'd be very heavy. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. You're dragging your suit. <laughs> Although, That's... I mean, a single ounce of gold is like a thousand something dollars, isn't it? Oh, it's, yeah, it's a lot so, of money. And um, an ounce on your suit isn't going to be that much, I don't think. I asked a jeweler. I have a friend that has a friend that's a jeweler. And I asked, I was like, for my birthday, I would like to have this necklace made. I just want like a little fawn and a little sage leaf worked into a chain of a necklace. It was $700. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm good. I'll lose it. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, you will. Like, yeah, I... insanely. <laughs> people, people don't realize just like how much money like a tiny speck of gold can be worth you can yeah. uh, have it made of tin maybe tin tin is cheap <laughs> I, yeah. aluminum foil i will cut it out at home <laughs> yeah it, tin is actually very difficult to find well like I, I remember at the golden nugget rest in peace um rest in peace. they knocked it down it doesn't exist anymore what? the gold nugget in vegas is yeah, knocked down i'm pretty sure they knocked it down yeah I don't, I don't know so. about that. I, that thing's I, been around forever. I don't know why I would make this up in my head. It's a nightmare you had. That's what it was. Because uh, they kicked you off the gambling floor. Maybe I, remember I dreamed that. about it. I feel like I remember it was like it's closing and it, they're knocking it down. Or they are going to knock it down? I don't know anything really? about this. I, know, I haven't heard anything about this. Anyone else? No, it's I still heard oh, open. It's still up. Oh, Andy's got it. The Golden Nugget Pancake House in Chicago. That's different. No, that is not what. No. <laughs> no, the Golden Nugget. Because I remember still I got up. all upset. No, there's <laughs> big mistake. <laughs> no, it's still up and running. Yeah. Well, I just I oh, remember well, this... I heard a. St- was it going to be knocked down or something? Because why would I have thought of this? The one in Chicago. Well, no. Atlantic City restaurant. The Atlantic City Golden Nugget is closing. I don't know. Oh, that's there you go. The restaurant. No, I don't know. Anyway, I digress. Oh yeah, it's some restaurant in the Golden Nugget in Atlantic City. So not in Vegas. I feel like somebody told me that the Golden Nugget was getting knocked down. I don't know. They made a mistake in Atlantic City. Just the restaurant. And just the restaurant. I don't. Golden Nugget makes a lot of money. I know. Yeah, I thought it was. Golden Nugget to get by itself is worth a fortune. Yeah. Anyway, I remember going to see the world's largest golden nugget at the Golden Nugget, and I was like, "That's it." I know it's not that big. It's like the size of a pretty big for gold. What? No, I thought it would be like softball sized or something like that. It was the size of. Why can't I think of anything that is the size? What? Ping pong ball? Yeah. It was similar to a ping pong ball. No, they're bigger nuggets than that. Well, the one that at the Golden Nugget, I was like, that's really small and underwhelming. I thought it was going to be. Was Golden Nugget where you, they kicked you and Andy off the floor because you weren't 18 yet? I probably. probably. Yeah, I wouldn't have been 18. So, no. yeah, that makes sense. And you have to be 21 to gamble. So, not the penny slots. Not oh, really? The penny slots. They have these like little, like literal penny slots. You put in one penny at like the gas station or something we went to. Oh, yeah. And I remember you were like, yeah, you can put in 10 cents so you can experience the thrill of losing uh, your money. Yeah. Kitty <laughs> glitter. That's all I ever did. 
Oh, played the nickel slots, kitty glitter. That was where you could find me. There you go. Another question for the group here, because I just went through this, as a matter of fact. I have not looked at the story yet, just the headline. <clears throat> but I just cut back way, way back on the caffeine that I was taking in because I took I was thinking, I can't even tell you how much caffeine I took in in the 37 years on the morning. Oh, oh we all I know how imagine. caffeinated yes. you've been. Yeah. But not anymore. I, I actually played a video of Dr. Amen. 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 Yeah. About what is in soda and what it does to your body. And he's like, oh, you want me to quit? caffeine i'm like yeah because you don't want diabetes and you don't want all the other you don't know me memory loss maybe and i do all want the diabetes. other stuff related to the stuff in diet sodas so he's yeah it. it's real okay gross. well i'm going to check how much caffeine you should actually have and when should you have it does zero. anybody know the answer to this early my, as possible my answer is zero and never well yeah i mean like so. i don't drink caffeine really if yeah. i do like i'll drink like a matcha latte which contains maybe a third a cup of coffee and I'll only drink it once every two or three days at most. All right. So Devin, functionally I drink no caffeine. Devin, you got to take on it. They'll say, cause what is it? Caffeine's milligrams, right? They yes. normally yeah. do. So I'll yep. say it's, they're going to recommend up to 300. That's a lot of caffeine. Is that a lot? 350. I think last time I saw it was nearly 400. They recommend wow, 400. Yeah. That's, that's an insane amount. Well, I would say, I wouldn't in, go past 80. How yeah. much is in a regular cup of coffee? I think, 60-ish. Okay. Well, I would think that that would be <laughs> yeah. probably good. I'd say like two cups of coffee. At most. In a, in a day, is, that's a, still yeah. a lot of caffeine in Didn't a day. Didn't your friend almost have a heart attack because he was drinking so many Red Bulls or something? Or he was... I don't remember a heart attack, but well, I mean, I know Alex used to drink a whole lot of energy drinks. Not yeah. me, different Alex. Alex. Not, not different her. Alex. Different Alex. Different Alex. Oh, I thought he had some sort of medical emergency because he drank so much caffeine. Well, no, I mean, like, I know kids have gotten to the hospital from drinking that kind of thing, but he didn't, I don't think. Uh, all right. All right. How much caffeine you should actually have and when should you have it? Figure out the right amount of caffeine to boost alertness without disrupting your sleep. So here's the story. Caffeine can give us a boost, but too much can um, mess with our sleep, of course, and make us feel jittery. So how do we know what the right amount might be for this? Now, how would you know that? Um, generally, they would go by milligrams per kilogram. So that would be based on your body weight. So it would be based on your body weight. So it'd be a formula based on how much you weigh in kilograms. And doesn't it depend on who you ask? Ooh, well, boss. yeah. I mean, is this on like, you know, Coca-Cola.com? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we recommend 12 Street. Cokes worth Starbucks. of Starbucks. Wall Street Journal. That's oh, where it is. Okay. And of course, your dad was right on the money. Typical. Generally, government and health groups recommend that health healthy adults consume no more than 400 milligrams of caffeine a day. That's insane. That comes to, to about four eight-ounce cups of coffee, says Jennifer Temple, a professor of exercise and nutrition sciences at University at Buffalo School of Public Health and uh, Health Professions. Know that 20-ounce Starbucks vent does not count as one cup of coffee, by the no. way. <laughs> that is not one cup of coffee. Believe it or not, we are doing pretty well on this target. The average American adult consumes about 200 milligrams. So you guys were right about that, that the average consumes about 200 milligrams of caffeine a day. In Europe, it is 270 milligrams, according to a 2017 review study. But not everyone is optimizing their caffeine intake to maximize how it can help them. 
by sharpening uh, concentration for work and giving them a boost before a run without hurting their sleep or overall health. Here's how to think strategically about getting the most out of your daily dose. Because it's a lot better for you than doing some of these other things to jack up your system, right? Like I mean, check you play, but I mean, yeah, it's much better than cocaine. <laughs> yeah, there Speed. you go. <laughs> um, about 100 to 150 milligrams or up to one and a half cups of coffee is a ballpark amount that will deliver a boost, says Astrid Nalig, an emeritus research director at French National Institute of Health and Medical Research, who has studied caffeine's impact on brain activity. Though it varies from person to person, the effects generally kick in about five minutes uh, after consumption and increase to become optimal between roughly between uh, 15 and 120 minutes, Nalik says. Uh, caffeine has been linked to physical benefits too. People walked more on days they drank coffee than on days they didn't, according to a 2023 study of 100 people. So there's some good news with caffeine there. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I don't know. To me, that kind of sounds like our troops march twice as long when we give them providing. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the good well, argument. I mean, I, well, I like having a cup of coffee, sometimes two in the morning, and I don't drink it past the morning. No. Um, in some people, caffeine lasts like eight hours in the system. Right. It for sure does to me. I can't have it after yep. like 10 a.m. for sure. Well, when well, Catherine mentioned to me about a year ago that I was drinking too much caffeine, I went, oh, I'll check. It makes it can't be that much. I was drinking about 1,200 milligrams of caffeine a day. Yeah, well, you were drinking how many bottles of soda a day? 25. About 12, not 25, is about 12. It was probably, 12 is probably about right. Yeah. I don't believe it. Oh, well, no, because then <laughs> You were always <laughs> drinking, a, and a bottle, too. You didn't really usually have cans. You always had the bottles. Well, yeah, but the so bottles. it was more. 12 would equate to 100 milligrams per bottle, and there's no way that's right. So it has to be like 24 bottles, yeah. yeah no, 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 yeah. no. Because I would also do uh, oh, that's right. a five-hour energy yeah. or two oh. during the day. That's, yeah. that. that's I'm pretty sure bucks. if I ever had a five-hour energy, I would turn into the Flash. <laughs> or I'd be able to, like, see into the future. Or, like, I tr truly, the last time I accidentally had caffeine, because I ordered a coffee and they gave me um, caffeinated instead of decaf, I was like, I think if I could harness this correctly, I'd be able to, like, make things levitate or something mm. like i just felt so on a different plane than everyone else oh yeah if you drink there's some types of caffeine where your face will start to tingle because you're so energetic yeah, really? oh That's yeah horrifying it's, and tom hearing you say that you you know we're cutting out caffeine so you you know substituted like a five-hour energy in in it i had a friend in high school that was trying to lose weight he was a very big kid and so he was drinking slim fasts but then he would go eat his normal lunch and he'd like oh, oh doesn't count because the slim fast is going to make me skinny so yeah that's like the five hour energy was your slim fast not how that works yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminds me i think it was frazier where he's trying to lose weight and he says i don't understand why it's not working i've added a salad a salad to every meal <laughs> just kept eating as much Cheers. but added more yeah. food calories yeah. in yeah, this is how a lot of people think so. that it's uh, like my favorite was my friend, uh, my friend's husband. I said, he was going to go on slim fast diet, slim fast diet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever you got to do there, honey. So he starts doing slim fast breakfast, lunch, dinner, and two snacks a day. So he's drinking five mm -hmm. and he's wondering why he's gaining weight. How could this be? How can this be? So <laughs> finds out that he was just drinking slim fast on top of eating because mm -hmm. <laughs> he thought that for some reason drinking a slim fast would 
negate all the calories. I think they might think that it's like a diet pill or something like that that makes your metabolism work faster. Like, I don't know what the thought is there. It's not not, a weight loss. It's a meal replacement. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, I think it has high sucrose or something. Oh, I'm sure it does. It's got, it's got a bunch of. I told you about my, um, speaking of drinking a lot of caffeine, I told you about my uh, experience with chameleon coffee, right? What's that? Oh, I remember the story. Yes. Yep. It's a brand of coffee. I was at Whole Foods. I was like, oh, sure, I'll get this. It's like a, it's in the oh. fridge section. Yeah. It's in a glass bottle and it's coffee. It's so cold brew, like, isn't it? Yeah, cold brew. Yeah. So I drink the bottle, and I'm like, okay, that was pretty good. Sure. And so I started feeling a little strange about half an hour later. And I was like, what is going on? I must be really sensitive to coffee. How much caffeine was in this thing? Because cold brews can be very high caffeine. Okay. And sometimes when I drink a cold brew, it's like, yeah, that was way too much. And I'm like, so this must be, must have been a really high caffeine cold brew. And I look, and it was very high caffeine because it was coffee concentrate that i had oh, just drank oh, yeah. 10 cups worth die. 10 cups of coffee i was gonna yep. say like how 10 cups of coffee i just drank in about explode. 10 minutes how long did it take you to come down off of that uh surprisingly not that long oh. yeah see my heart would have exploded like i i think i would have had a heart attack so how many ca- how many grams of caffeine middle milligrams of caffeine did you drink uh that would have been about probably 800 to a thousand oh my god <laughs> All at once. The last, so the last time that I had caffeine instead of non-caffeinated, I was given the wrong drink. I had to, I was driving, I had breakfast with somebody and I was driving home and I had to pull my car over and like wait. I was like, I cannot drive feeling If this you way. never drink caffeine, it is like really, yeah. not, it's not pleasant No, the I way was, it makes you feel. Yeah, I had to yeah. sit in a holiday parking lot for like 45 minutes before I could like actually see and like be mm-hmm. able to feel like i could safely drive a vehicle yeah, yeah. and then you've got these guys in italy that sit there I know. that they stand there all these old men stand there yep. all day Just long drinking, drinking black mud, espresso. mud espresso yep. all day long <laughs> it's, it's like how do they do it yeah i have one sip of that and i'm sick for a Day. Well, it's like people who can drink an entire fifth of vodka a day, yeah. and it doesn't bother them. It's yeah. your body yeah, will you adapt. Build no up matter. the tolerance. Okay, pretty much, go. no matter what you put in there, your body will adapt to it to a certain degree. Alex is hitting the road. Bye. All right, see you I later. Certain Bye. certain people just aren't sensitive to it because I know my aunt Anne. She drank coffee all day long. Yeah, yeah. all day. She and, drank pots and pots of coffee all day long. And yep, Andy, I looked up the chameleon coffee, and depending on which one you drank yeah there's different ones there was this was a 32 ounce bottle of this concentrate yeah, that sounds right makes 60 up to 64 ounces of uh oh coffee <laughs> is what you can tasty yeah that's Man. 64 ounces of coffee so that's that's a lot that's what a quart uh one quart yeah yeah, yeah. a quart ounces. of coffee yeah well that's 32 ounces you said it was 64 didn't you a quart's 64, isn't or it? Sorry, no, the, a quart, sorry, it'd be two quarts of coffee, but one yeah. quart of coffee. So half a gallon? Yeah. Half a gallon of coffee is what you drank. <laughs> of... Why were you chugging coffee like I that? wasn't. I thought I drank a bottle yeah. of coffee. Cold oh. brew. Whoops. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road? or the child that followed. 
Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw & Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my fellow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. What are you going to do? All right, uh, Tevin, I need to run this by you because I, I have been paying that close attention to it. Twins broadcast future remains unclear. Amazon, Valley Sports, MLB, what will it be? Uh, have you been paying any attention to that, where the Twins are going to end up? Because we're only about a month away from spring training opening. Yeah, there hasn't really been a whole lot that I've seen about it, which seems odd because you're like you're saying the spring training is right around the corner, and before we yeah. know it, it'll be you know baseball season, and you would think that this isn't something they can just throw together at the last minute. So it's not right. looking good. So do you think they might not be on TV at all? I I would think so. I mean, I would say if worst case scenario, maybe a local like Fox affiliate or something like that would step in and try to broadcast the games. But I would think so. Yeah. I mean, I would be curious if the twins then tried to just do their own in-house production and say, we'll just, you know, set up our own cameras and see what the cost of, you know, hiring a, somebody to do that for them rather than relying on Valley sports. But yeah, it's not looking good for the twins. Hmm. Yeah, back in the day, remember they came out and put that big tower on our house out in Dayton? The ML, yeah. it was the what Midwest Broadcasting, I think it was. Something, yeah. Yeah, they put a huge tower on top of our house so I could get it out in Dayton, get all that stuff. So will they, will they be going back to that, do you think, that each individual is going to have to figure out a way to pick up the game? They'll just figure out how to stream it, I would guess. I mean, it can't be that hard. But who, if it's not being, if it's not being recorded, I mean, somebody has to pay for all this stuff, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just going to get to the point where everybody just streams on their own and 
like sells it to a broker who puts it on their state on their like Roku channel or yeah. something, you know, something mm -hmm. like that. I don't know. No question. I don't know. That makes me kind of nervous because I love watching the twins and they still, I mean, they're, like I said, about a month out from the very beginning of spring training. Uh, they're only about, God, what does that put them? Uh, our first game's at the end of March still, or they, they go into April now? First game for the for Major League Baseball. Uh, I believe it's in April. I think it is, but somebody's telling me they're trying to move it in the last week of March. But I don't think it's happened yet, but uh, that's what he was talking about. Uh, March 28th, it looks like, is the oh, opening, they did do it. Yeah, opening day for this week. They did do it, so March 28th. So they got basically six weeks to decide, or, you know, six weeks of the opening mm -hmm. spring training to decide who's going to – well, spring training games, I used to love to watch those too. Yeah. No. Are, is any of that going to be available? I, I don't have any idea. Yeah, I don't – because I think this ESPN usually because they consider that the Grapefruit League, right? Spring training. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that I think that will probably be like ESPN or maybe MLB Network. Definitely not uh, like a national thing. But yeah, it looks like and then actually March twentieth is actually going to be the first series between the Dodgers and San Diego. But March twentieth. Yeah, but then uh, the twenty eighth though it looks like is the official everybody kind of kicks off. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, I hope they find somebody, whether it's Amazon, Valley Sports, Major League Baseball, whatever the hell it is, MLB. I got to watch my twins. I mean, that's all there is to it. You got to watch the twins, don't you? Until they anger you. I mean, like every year? <laughs> well, except for two years, 87 and 91, they didn't anger me. Until you get PO'd. Well, that'll happen. You know, that's just the way it is. And I just touch I, I love when you're watching a game and you're like so excited about a game against somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Half an hour later, you go come upstairs. Let's go for a drive or something. I can't watch this shit anymore. <laughs> and then you kind of fume about it for about 25, 30 minutes, and then you go back downstairs for another dose. <laughs> well, you're making that up as you go along. I've never overreacted like that. No. Never. No, I am pos possibly the biggest Twins fan in the world. There's no question. I've always been a huge, huge Twins fan, and I did pick them before the season started. Ken Herbeck knows this. Tim Laudner knows it. Uh, Gary Gaetti was on uh, Stretch's show with me. I predicted the Twins would win the World Series before the 1987 season started. Everybody thought I was completely insane. I'm saying, I'm telling you, this team is a lot better than you think they are. I got very lucky because they did win the World Series in 87, then again in 91. So, But now looking at that, Okay, let's get something going because it's been 33 years. Yeah. What do you say? It's been a long dry spell. Yeah, yeah. You need to make another. <laughs> you need to make another prediction to kind of just speak it into existence. I think. I do yeah. indeed. I'd, I'd have to see, but the twins let most of their good people go. They don't have a lot of. Why would they do such a thing? I don't know. They let about what was it? Having about four of their biggest stars left the team yeah because then they're using the lack of a tv deal as an excuse for them not right. having enough money um, right. i think the only thing i've seen about them bringing players in is some you know small international draft where they're supposed to be you know some project type players that potentially could be good but it's not anything worth getting excited about yeah i really need my twins because well particularly in in the state of minnesota when you go through such harsh harsh winters then all of a sudden the spring training comes along and go, well, they're down in Florida now. They'll be up here in a month and a half. It was a, a nice indication about a month from right now 
by the way, happy birthday to my brother, Troy. Troy's birthday was today. No longer with us, unbelievably, but uh, true. But yeah, we're, we're six weeks away from it, starting about right now. Uh, they're going to have to figure this out because they've been sitting around. Sonny Gray's gone, which I'm not real happy with. I thought Sonny Gray was one hell of a pitcher. Yeah, he did, and because he did great in the playoffs, right? <laughs> yep. Like he was one of yeah, those stars yeah. that kind of helped them advance. And then, but he was older, correct? A little bit older. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's right. Because I thought yeah. that was kind of the big knock on him. They were like, we're not sure how much time we'll get out of him. But yeah, you usually like to see your favorite teams replace the talent they lose, and the Twins seem to not uh, do that. They're not doing it this year. That's very, very true. There's no question about it. Seems like no, baseball I... empire 101. Yeah. That's just how it is. Get good players. Except for <laughs> step one. Where did the, where'd that Otani go? Where'd he end up again? Uh, he's with the Dodgers, I believe, out in L.A. Yeah, L.A. Dodgers the makes sense. $750 million they signed him for. I can't believe there's yeah. that much money in baseball still. <laughs> Seven, I think he well, signed for $750 million. Not. Apparently there isn't. No, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, with the Dodgers, yeah, on a seven hundred plus million dollar contract, and <laughs> it's. I think he deferred some of the payments, so he oh. he's going to end up yeah getting paid like for the rest of his life, and his kids' mm -hmm. kids will all be. That's a smart money. thing to do. Oh, he's very smart because he's going to take two million per year, and the rest of it goes in the bank. Mm -hmm. Two yeah. million out of and was it a ten year deal? He's, yeah, I think he's seventy-five million a year, right? Yep, yeah, ten-year deal, and then I, like, there's some he structured it some way where like the interest rate that he gets on the money is super high, and so yeah, he ends up yeah he's going to end up making well over whatever he would have yeah. a billion. Now, yeah. yeah, are the corporate taxes causing a problem with these sports teams? I don't know. They're raising those way up. They're jacking those sky high. That's absolutely yeah. true. Who is like the Babe Ruth right now? Is there one? You got it. Well, Otani yeah. will be the Babe Ruth. He will. Yeah. No question. Mm -hmm. But is he actually that good? He's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, he is he, oh, is he an outfielder? He's a pitcher. He can do it all. Yep. Yeah. He's essentially, he's arguably one of the best pitchers in baseball and arguably one of the best hitters. And so he essentially got <laughs> two contracts put into one for his 700 million. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Baseball's a big thing in Japan. Oh, God, mm. yes, it's huge. No question about it. Still love baseball. It's still my favorite sport of all. Look, I like the Vikings. I love, you know, I, I like all our teams. Don't get me wrong. But baseball is the signal that summers are coming. That's that's always been a big part of it for me. Oh, baseball's here? That must mean it's going to warm up in a little while. Now, I have to ask you, as a resident of downtown Minneapolis, Tevin. Yep. Um, this is kind of sad news that Target is trying to, sell off all the uh, furnishings because they're what ninth and nicolet i think they are uh yeah but around there yeah. target, target corporate they're moving out of that building completely it wasn't like fifty thousand employees or something so the store is closing are all, are all the offices no closed? i think it's just the office i thought was just the, the office offices. building yeah. oh, oh the okay. office target corporate's uh, up it's not in that area target corporate isn't like bloomington i think melissa used to work there Oh, well, thought... they have a couple of campuses. There's one like in Brooklyn Park, I think, or Brooklyn Center. Yeah, and... they definitely had a oh, downtown. That's I and I know, I know at, during COVID, they let uh, a lot, a huge building. They got out of that. Mm -hmm. my, yeah, my that's niece... the one I'm talking about on 9th and Nicholas. Well, that's been gone for a while. But they're selling all the furniture now out of it. Oh, well, they had, they actually, <laughs> I think, paid their, or they had a lease for five years or something. And they just said, we're, we're abandoning this 
because we don't have anybody here and it's not safe for our employees to go to work. So they just oh, yeah, left it. it. Is. So I, they probably got out of the lease somehow, I would guess, and Target, are now getting rid of it. Target is trying to offload <laughs> furnishings as it exits city center yep. offices. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the city. So, where is the city center? I Downtown think, Minneapolis. So that's yeah, must be yeah. what you're thinking. Yeah, Ninth yep. and Nicollet. So basically, yeah, they're just like it's been vacant for a long time, yeah. and now they're just getting rid of the furniture. Yeah, well, it's been vacant ever since COVID started. I think correct. They started moving out of there during COVID. It vacated in 2021. Yeah, so there you go. So it's been vacant for almost three years now. That is now. Tevin, what are we going to do about downtown? Is a lot of this happening? I mean, that's 50,000 people not mm. going to lunch at restaurants, uh, 50,000 people not going for a couple of drinks after work. I mean, what the hell are they going to do with all that lost revenue? Yeah, I, um, I don't know. They're going to have to, I feel like, almost give it to specific people at a discount a little bit just to entice them to open a business downtown where yes. they're saying, you know, whether it's a franchise chain or whatever and try to get you'd have to get a coordinated effort of okay we have you know we targeted 10 specific businesses that are all going to open up close together so we can have kind of a relaunch of downtown because it's uh, a ghost town and it's too expensive well, to put it, down it's there. not just the lack of businesses because a friend of mine she had to, she had to get out of her lease after spending i don't even know a million something mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Getting her space yeah. because she said she could not leave an employee there alone. It was too dangerous. Yeah. And she had been downtown forever, loves downtown, is a super duper Minneapolis big time fan, mm -hmm. would never live anywhere else. And she said, I had to get out of my lease and move out of downtown Minneapolis because there was always a problem. I couldn't have people walking to their car. That oh, would work. No. You can't have yeah. young women just walking to their car in downtown Minneapolis. How sad is that? Right. Yeah. And there needs to be also you know, a bigger police, I know it's not popular to say, but a, more, a bigger police presence down there yeah. because well, if people don't happen. feel safe. They're not going to go down there. Oh, but that's not going to happen. They already voted right. down. Didn't they vote down funding any, anything? What do these nut job politicians think we're going to do for money? If nobody goes downtown, I think that the, I think that the super duper lefty progressive people that are running Minneapolis and St. Paul, they think that if their policies just keep going for 10, 15, maybe yep. 20 years, that everybody will calm down and stop committing so much crime. That's ridiculous. That's I that is I think their belief, which I think is it stupid. It absolutely is. They think but, crime is caused by Republican policy. But <laughs> this is what this is I mean, we're going to go through a 15-year cycle before anybody says it's not working. I mean, it just I, I just don't think that anybody can can admit to failure right now. It's just yeah. not going to happen. They're going to double down. And they're going to keep going because they think that this is the right way to do things. And well, that's just what everybody votes for. So that's what's going to happen. But here's the problem. We've let 10 million people walk across our border with no reason to be here. And it's all to get them to vote for me so I can make millions of dollars. These people, most of them are probably going to end up starving to Did death. Did you hear the latest? Oh, what happened? In New uh, York, I think it's New York City, or at least New York State, well, somewhere. Shooting, yeah. No, no, the kids are told to, that they're going to have to do online learning as of Monday because they have to put these migrants someplace. So they're putting them in the schools. Jeez. Oh, yeah, I saw that in so New York City. Yeah, so your pro it's New York City. Yep. It's your property taxes and all the taxes that you pay so that your kids can have an education. They're going to be online. And we've seen in COVID 
how successful online learning is. Not at all. Yeah. It this doesn't is a work. freaking disaster. These policies are disasters. And who's going to pay that price? Kids. Yeah, exactly. Because you and get your politicians and big business that are destroying this country. But like I said, mm -hmm. it, you've got this this weird fringe people that are running everything and mm -hmm. they're not going to stop it. They're just not. They they believe in it and they're in power and that's it. So good luck. Makes me sad, man. I, like I said, I used to walk downtown on as a little kid. It was well, wonderful. I used to walk downtown 10 years ago. Yeah. So I yeah. lived downtown until you did, 2017. Yeah. Well, I have to say down here in uh, wonderful West Palm Beach, it's such a pleasure to be able to walk around and not feel like you're going to get stabbed. Oh, he, somebody <laughs> gets out of line. I can't even man. tell you. Yeah, it's a whole I can walk story. my dog all by myself any time just, of day, and it's just a different world. Are the people ever going to understand that the only reason politicians are doing this is so they get more votes and make more money? They don't give a rat's ass about those 10 million people. Come. They don't care about you at all. Yeah. They only care if you vote for them. That's all they care about. Well, they've got a base that supports any move yep. that they make, and that's just how America is right now. So, I guess it's true. I really wish we wouldn't do that because, honest to God, Tevin, I used to – I spent more time downtown. Well, first of all, I worked downtown a lot. When I did voiceover, I was downtown every day. And we there were never any problems. Nobody was ever a pain in the ass. There were great places to eat. Everything was open. Back when mm. our studio was in, in the Acme building, that was, that was yeah. so nice. To it be sure able to was. Take a walk down by the river or it go was out great. and have something to eat. It was yep. always very pleasant. Is that Acme it's location still? That's safe down there still, isn't it? Or has that gotten bad too? Um, I would say North Loop is pretty safe. Um, I would say anywhere downtown at night is not going to be necessarily as safe as you would like, um, just because there's a lot of drunk people trying to get home. But overall, North Loop, I would say, is considered maybe a little bit more safe than other areas of downtown. Yeah. It's so funny about that because you'd think the South Loop would be that spot that'd be that way because everybody's all been terrified of North Minneapolis and the North Loop is in North Minneapolis. I mean, it is, right? It is. It's yeah. Just a jaunt away. It's a well, jaunt away. Yeah. And when you, people say North Minneapolis, they think of kind of you going over the, what is that, 394, like the bridge yeah, over, over into Hive? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over into yeah. that area. Well, oh. our friends, uh, they rented an apartment right there on Washington in the North Loop, and they were there, I think, two or three years. And in the time they moved in, it was great. They had they were walking to everything and having a great time. And then by the end of their th their lease, which I don't even know, two or three years, they said it, there was a definite change mm -hmm. in everything at night, and it just didn't feel the same. You know, I don't understand why politicians now believe you should let people do whatever they want. No, you shouldn't. I'm sorry. That's well, one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. I believe that you should let people do what they want as long as it doesn't hurt other people. Yeah, but that's never how it works. <laughs> and take away their stuff. But it's, that's uh, just know, me. That's, that's just not how people think. I, I don't know. I, I just really stop listening to these nut jobs. Uh, politicians because like i said they're just using you to make money they give a rat's ass about you yeah and it really is about making money because if you if they want to change something like bringing downtown back or you know making certain things safer you can it's going to cost a lot of money to do make a radical change and make sure everything's thought through but they try to change you know one or two little things that really don't make a difference 
because they don't want to, you know, cut that check because you could, mm-hmm. you know, structure leases for businesses or for apartment buildings where, you know, you're giving six months free or, you know, a discounted race, just try to get bodies back and then build it back up. But yeah, right now they want to price rent so high that nobody can afford to live there. And then now you don't have people to go to these businesses. And so now the businesses are moving out. So it's just one thing leading to another that, you know, causes the downfall. In my opinion, it is all called bad leadership, but it is bad leadership. Mm-hmm. I don't run the place. <laughs> Very no selfish. one listens to me. <laughs> you need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Very Well, here's the article. It's funny because I just scrolled down on the Star Tribune. Want some red furniture? Target's trying to offload furnishings as it exits city center offices. Yeah, you can buy a whole cubicle for like 120 bucks. Really? Yeah. So you can buy like a desk, a cabinet. Yeah. All sorts. If you want cheap, very, very corporate laminate furniture, this is a great place to do it. And it's good furniture, isn't it? It's not cheap stuff at all. No, I, I mean, think. it's not like something you'd want in your house because it's got that very, like, you know, corporate feel to it. Yeah. It's like this is very clearly like, you know, target break room mm-hmm. table kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's like, Good you know, for children. Yeah. If you're trying to, like, you know, um, furnish a school, for example, yeah. they could furnish an that entire school for probably a couple thousand dollars. That's a great so, idea. Why don't why they do that? Why doesn't uh, Target just donate it to a school and mm, take the right off? They could have, yeah. They could have made a lot more news That's, and helped yeah. a lot more people Absolutely. if they would have did that. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Really, rich people in Minnesota giving? Uh, uh, not... Actually, Minnesota has a good reputation for charitable giving. By the, by the middling people, but not the rich people. I don't know about that. I don't know how it's divided up, but yeah, I well, I mean, there are a lot of them that do donate a lot, but that's on an individual basis and all the rest of it. I, I don't know. It just, it makes me sad though, because like I said, I spent my 25 first years. And then after that, well, and that's when I started doing voiceover. So from the time I was a little boy till I was, I don't know, till about 15 years ago, I was downtown every day from morning till night. And I never had any problems personally with it. But then again, I didn't park in, you know, ramps where people would be hiding behind pillars to rob people, which has happened in the past. Do you think they'll ever be able to get a handle on it again, Tevin? I mean, are they going to be able to just invite people to come downtown and they'll be safe? Um, I don't know. I think so, because right now I feel like kind of the shift is starting people like even going Good. out is getting out of downtown and so that's like why uptown got so dangerous because it started to become less yeah. cool to go downtown and everybody flooded uptown. And so then that became kind of a dangerous area. So I think as everybody leaves, 
eventually a new either a new generation or a new group of people will go eh, maybe it isn't so bad downtown and then you get a different demographic change but i hope i don't yeah. know i don't think anytime soon and because even like the police officers that are down there to keep everybody safe a lot of time they're just sitting in their cars kind of watching waiting for a fight to break out and then they intervene sure. where well, they're not allowed to engage right well no i'm saying like if like i feel like if police officers are more regularly just kind of walking around and talking to maybe just going into businesses saying, hi, Hey, how's it going? Do you need anything? And just kind of being more visible where people now aren't so, you know, uptight every time they see a police officer, it's just a normal thing or, you know, get to know okay. your community, not just police your community. Okay. Yeah. See, I think that's, that's a good thing. I, I don't know. I, I, I would like to get, look, I'm never going to give up on the steakhouses downtown uh, there are a couple of great ones. There are wonderful restaurants. I, I, I just, but would you say that if you're going to go downtown, you got to use valet parking? Yeah, use valet parking, or you know, if you go downtown, you get downtown at like seven, seven thirty. Go get dinner, go see a show, and you leave by eleven o'clock, midnight. You're probably not mm -hmm. going to have any trouble. But if you're out there at you know two o'clock in the morning, with as bars oh, get that's but has that ever been safe at two o'clock in the morning oh, maybe, yeah maybe i would never know yeah at no point no. in time would i walk around a city at two o'clock yeah. in the morning and if no. you're hanging out at like a light rail station versus standing oh. outside of you know a bar or restaurant like a you know manny's or something where it's you know a safer yeah don't hang out at like at the light rail station where there's more transient types hanging out Okay, as long as we're talking about law enforcement and people making rules, here's a perfect one for you. There's a picture of a cute little baby in the Star Tribune. That baby's cute as hell. Mm -hmm. Probation, no prison for central Minnesota man who inflicted severe brain injuries to his baby. Oh, he got probation for destroying a baby's life. Probation? Probation. See, right there. Probation, <sighs> no prison. What judge was this? I don't know, but you beat a child in the head so severely it has brain injuries and you don't even have to go to jail? That's fucked up. What's holding people back from doing <laughs> they, They're going to do whatever the hell they want. They read that story, <laughs> right? Yeah, there has to be consequences at some point. This poor little baby. I'm looking at the cute picture. Look at that baby. How picture. do you as a judge go, oh, you know, it doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, we, we have to be a lot more lenient on people. Yeah. yeah, that's why the crime level has shot through the ceiling. And that's in Minnesota. That's in central Minnesota, yep. Unbelievable. No, he shook the baby. He sh yeah, baby, and the, ba the brain slammed up against the skull, right? Yeah, yes, that is what baby happens. Syndrome. Yeah, so that's really, really nice that you were, and the, the kid was less than a year old, wasn't it? Three months. I, Three I, months old. I understand how a screaming baby and a baby that won't sleep, it's colicky. I yeah. understand how frustrating that can be. Sure. But you just put the baby in the crib and you let them scream and you go take a breath. You don't yeah. just let things escalate in your own body to the point where you're so angry that you go and do something stupid mm. like this. Yeah, I became a master of letting a baby scream in the other room. Yeah. I was like, fine, I'll just go on my phone for a while. Calm down. Well, you kind of have to. I mean, you know, because not one one person cannot listen to a baby screaming. I mean, I had a friend right. whose kid literally screamed 24 hours a day. I when, think she slept 
in 20-second intervals. Yeah, when Ethan was <laughs> six months year. old, sometimes he would scream, just scream constantly for like a solid hour and yeah. a half, just yeah. for no real reason. Yeah, and they're dry, they're fed, yep. they're everything. You're, you, you've walked them, you've done everything, and they're still going to scream. Sometimes, And it, it gets so frustrating because you're trying so hard to keep that kid from crying. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just nothing you can do but put them down and take a minute if, if you're getting angry. And grown-ups who are having babies should know this. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't even know. Maybe you could call the cops and say, I'm, gonna, I'm losing it. This kid's screaming. Could somebody stand here and make sure this kid doesn't, you know, die of something while I take a walk around the block? I don't even know what you could do. There's got to be some help for that. Is this a new thing that babies have no value whatsoever? Well, no. it certainly is seeming like it's getting worse. With, it's getting I mean, worse. Nobody There's cares no about question. child trafficking. No, it's happening constantly and no one cares. That's so weird. They don't care about babies like anybody under one year old. It's like they don't even care about him anymore. I know. It's really It's just like, what are you doing? What the hell's wrong with you? All right. I'm depressed enough. I'm going to take a break. We got to hit the road. A lot of depressing news today, don't you think? Well, don't read the news. Well, you seem (laughs) to seek it out. So (laughs) That's my job to read the news. I don't know if you ever noticed that or not. Shaken baby syndrome has gone down quite a bit since the 90s, actually. Really? So, yeah. Well, I, I mean, this made the, made the news because, you know, the guy got probation. Right. I think there was a, a case where it was it happened and then it, like, happened again and people, you know, they started talking about the fact that you can't mm-hmm. shake a baby. <laughs> no, you can't. Which seems like common sense, you yeah. know, but... I don't, I don't think people understood. It's sort of like, you know, you can't drink while you're pregnant. People did that forever. I mean, people evolve hopefully, but this kid didn't get a chance. I remember one time there was an argument in Brooklyn park about the electricity, the wires overhead Mm -hmm. on those big metal poles. We talked to a woman who lives in a neighborhood. As a matter of fact, one of the, one of the uh, stations, uh, the, those large metal frames that they ran the wires through. Oh, yeah. Right underneath one of those. We're going to talk to her. She's coming right now. This woman comes out. She's got a drink in her left hand, a cigarette in her right hand, and she's pregnant. And she's bitching about the wires above. I hope it doesn't hurt my baby. That's like those people that will go like, you know, one glass of wine won't hurt your baby. It's like, why would you even take the exactly. chance? Like, I... I guess not a risk worth taking. No. All right, not. that's going to do it for a day. I, we got a very. This is a very serious show. We it don't was. usually do a very well, serious show. Talking about people killing babies is going to happen. I suppose that yeah. is true. Definitely a buzzkill. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>